Let's go. Select your podcast. Max, that makes sense. Evan, I've been waiting for this. Select to make your first pick. Here comes a new challenger. Hello, everybody, and welcome to My Best Friends Game, a podcast where we're best friends and we make each other play games. My name is Evan. I'm your host for this month. And why don't we go around the room and introduce ourselves? All right. I'm Max Sims. And as usual, I'm Tim Zamanigan. Okay. And let's... What? What's this? There's a new challenger approaching. Can can you introduce yourself, new challenger? Hi. I'm Josh. (laughs) And the last Hi, time we did this recording, uh, Tim fell out of his chair when I said that. So, <laughs> yeah, we're just so surprised he came out we're of doing, nowhere. Yeah, yeah, no, we're doing better this time. Um, cool. Anyway, I'm, yes, I'm still Hi. seated. Happy to be here. Awesome. Hello, Josh. Welcome. Josh As, is like one of our oldest friends, um, and we, and apparently like the most shouted out uh, person on this podcast, which I, I, I think so. is pretty cool because I thought that me and Kazu were neck and neck, but according to the experts here, uh, I'm in the lead. So uh, <laughs> sorry, Kazu. Well, shout out Kazu. to Kazu. Sorry, Kazu. Maybe shout out to Kazu. Just <laughs> no, shout out to Kazu. You'll really? ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try and get Kazu on, a, on an episode someday. Yeah, one of our more dedicated listeners will have to do a running tally of our accounts just to make sure we're <laughs> oh right. Oh my god, yeah. could you imagine? <laughs> just as a reminder, if we do hit 15 followers, we will release some uh, DLC for the podcast. Um, uh, so let's try and get to that 15 mark, everybody. Are we really pushing for that? Okay, <laughs> well, we're really right, pushing. We're going to do it. We're going to push for it, man. I just want 15 in general. Somehow we still have five stars on iTunes, and yes. I assume that's just we don't have that many followers, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's, I think, did I write a review, or was I going to write a review? I don't know. <laughs> well, now they know they can't trust the reviews, because, you know, we're writing them. If uh, you wrote a review, just write I another didn't one, write a another review. one, I'm, another one. I have some integrity. <laughs> I have none. I have zero. Um, right. And then another quick announcement before we get started. Um, by the time of this recording, Evo is this weekend. So <gasps> please expect a secret episode to come up. It's not so secret. It's not just so secret. Come up on. It's, it's a bonus. bonus. It's a bonus. Uh, it's a bonus episode. So unless uh, it's completely it. unlistenable, and then we probably won't upload it. <laughs> I mean, we'll we are in. Oh, gonna, we can soon, edit it so. into something that's like three minutes long and listenable. We can fix it in post. <laughs> that could be the next milestone. You know, when you get thirty followers. <laughs> that's true. That's true. We I don't want to make like the people that. wait for this. Oh boy. <laughs> Uh, okay, so before we jump into Street Fighter and even Tide 3, uh, right. we like to talk about what kind of games we've been playing this past month. So, uh, Max, why don't you get us started? Uh, sure. So, uh, what I've been playing a lot of is the Super Nintendo Classic. I play it on my nice. lunch breaks at work. As I mentioned last month, I think, I was playing Kirby Superstar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, what I didn't realize with Kirby Superstar is that the same guy who directed all the Super Smash Brothers games, Masahiro Sakurai, uh, mm-hmm. directed yep. Kirby Superstar. And, like, oh, there's yeah. so much Super Smash Brothers DNA in Kirby Superstar. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, Kirby's moves are there, um, but he also has a shield bubble. And one of the bosses is, like, basically Master Hand, has, like, the same moves, a lot mm-hmm. of the same moves. So I was like, that's, that's something cool that I never picked up on. Also worth noting... I think, mm. Tim, we might be going for the same thing here. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, well, I was just going to say, in uh, Super Smash Bros. Brawl, mm-hmm. there is a single-player campaign mm-hmm. called the Subspace Emissary, mm. and that can actually be played co-op, and it feels a lot like Kirby Superstar yeah. in it's basically, that regard. 
it, it's, it's pretty much Kirby. just Kirby Superstar with the Smash Brothers characters thrown in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you can do all the same things. Like if you get like if one of your partners like goes off screen, they can like teleport over to you, and yeah, it, it's it feels extremely similar. So. If you play as Kirby, you can pretend that you're playing the new Kirby Superstar <laughs> with a lot of different partners. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Um, what else next? So other than that, I've been uh, just this past week, uh, I've been learning speed running on Super Metroid since the yeah. Super Nintendo Classic has the you can basically make save states, which makes speed running a lot more mm-hmm. doable because I can break it up into these extremely small chunks and just like get perfect at the little small chunk and then yep. move on. Um, so it's been really like rewarding uh, in a way that I didn't know Super Metroid could still be as someone who basically mm. has memorized the whole game. Um, but it's really fun. I, I, I beat, I think that I beat the first boss skipping the first mini boss, uh, in like mm. 12 minutes, I think. Wow. Uh, wow. so it's, it's shaping up to be good. I believe my previous record, which was just me and a controller on the super Nintendo, uh, was an hour and 47 minutes. So mm. I'm hoping to get like around an hour, if not less. Did, we'll didn't see. Evan's little brother like squash <laughs> your time back in high school. No, for he a did. long time. For he did. And then time. I got, he got like one fifty three, and then I got uh-huh. one forty seven. Jason <laughs> was the white whale for a little bit, but uh, yeah. Max eventually <laughs> found him. Now does it, Max, does it feel wrong to sequence break to skip parts of super Metroid? Because like, I think that we both are kind of on the same page and that it's like one of our favorite games of all time. Yes. Um, and for me, I've, I've never really wanted to speed run it because like part of the joy of it is just kind of like soaking in the atmosphere and like mm. walking around and finding all the cool areas and seeing like, you know, the half eaten dead like bounty hunter before you get to uh-huh. Kraid's thing. Like, yeah. do you see that guy? Do you like jump over his like room? I don't know. Like, um, yeah. does it no, feel well, weird? And and I get no, I think I think it feels awesome because it's a game that I love and I'm like learning new things about it. You know, it's like uh-huh. if I played okay. it again, I'd have a great time. You know, if I played it again normally, I'd have mm-hmm. a great time. But like, would it be any different? Not really. Whereas this right. is like you're seeing it in a new way. Like, oh, it's no, it's it's really cool. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> and 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 just because it feels really good to like do these tricks like you can mm-hmm. you can get into ball form and maintain your running speed. Uh, what? Yeah. And that's needed to get like early super missile, for example. But it's 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 really fun. I'm I'm enjoying it a lot. And it cool. doesn't feel like total cheating because like I'm not like tool assisting it. It's me doing the moves. Good. It's just like me it's doing a bunch of takes. <laughs> all right. Um, pretty short, Max, for for you. you I probably play. OK, I've got one more if you want. If you've got oh, time. God, <laughs> bring it on. So close. I think it's a good no, one. Go, go for uh, it, go no. So um, I recently got the Sega Genesis Classics Collection on PS4, which has like 50 so some odd classics Genesis month, games. Uh, yeah, yeah we'll forget all those classics. All classics months. Um, but uh, I was I got it because I was like, oh, there's a lot of games on here that like I've wanted to play but never got around to like mm-hmm. a Fantasy Star or a Shining Force or a, mm-hmm. even like Shinobi. I've always wanted to, I've never really gotten into Shinobi. Um but instead, I played the Sega Genesis game that I have played the most of in my life, which is Kid Chameleon. Kid Chameleon. Which is like, Chameleon. Uh, for those who don't know, <laughs> it was an early Genesis platformer. It predates Sonic by, I think, a couple years, um, at least a year. It came out before Sonic. Um, it was the first real, like, halfway decent platformer on the system. You're like this super 90s kid who goes into an arcade machine and if you die in the game, you die for real. Nice. And you just co- you collect masks and get powers. Drops. It's all it's pretty much a ripoff of Mario. You're breaking blocks with your head. Um, yeah. 
but it's got this dumb 90s feel to it. And I, I like it. And I grew up playing it. It was the only non sports game my uncle had left at my grandma's house uh, <laughs> when he left his Genesis there. Uh, but there's a ton of different masks, treasure. right? There's like a lot of different people there's you can like, become. Yeah, there's like there's something like seven to nine. Um and the game is like fine, but it gets way too hard and mm-hmm. it's too long as they do uh, and has no saving. And uh, as they do. Yeah. The controls are yeah. kind of floaty and not that great, but mm-hmm. I've always wanted to beat it. Uh, so I finally I mean, using safe states because like you uh, you'd have to be pretty insane to beat it the normal way, though. I'm sure people do. Uh, I finally beat it. So I'm never going nice. to play it again. <laughs> Um, didn't they? Okay, I don't know if y'all remember this, but there was a show in the nineties. Um, oh, wait, on, I think on Nickelodeon. I've heard of this like, era. Yeah, I forget what it was called, but like they basically like uh, had like quiz challenges, I think, and also like video game challenges. Uh, God, I forget what it was called. Uh, I don't, I don't it's know what you're talking about, but I don't remember. Dare, is it? It's not Starcade, yeah, okay. is it? No, mm. no, it was hosted by. I don't even remember. Well, this is a bad topic. Tell us about it. What happened? Yeah, describe it. I I just remember they kept playing this game with like a caveman (laughs) many times. Joe and Mac. Was it Joe and Mac? It sounds like you're describing a dream. Was it Bonk? Oh, well, maybe. A fanciful dream. There's a Hang lot on. of there's there's several there's caveman games. That's another caveman game. (laughs) Tale of the Sun. Uh, Tale of the Sun. Oh my god. You know what? Maybe uh, maybe if we find it after this podcast, we'll insert it here. While Evan's talking about the games he's been playing, I want to look this thing up really quick. <laughs> okay. Actually, that's good timing because I also got the SNES Classic, and I am having a great time. Um, I also play during lunch or after work, um, and it's just crazy, man. There's so many good games on the SNES Classic, and I haven't, like, beaten all the games that are on there. So I was, like, playing Castlevania Four for, like, the first time ever, and I felt nice. like I was 20 years behind. I, I like texted Max. I was like, or over over Twitter. I was like, "Wow, have you seen this Castlevania Four? It's amazing." Um, but <laughs> to oh be my fair, God. I had that same reaction when I played it on an emulator. So I think that that's just what happens when you play yeah, Castlevania Four. Exactly. Well, and see, I had the reaction. This is good, and it's Castlevania, but it's I don't like it as much as the other sixteen-bit Castlevanias personally. Mm-hmm. And I, I played it last, bit. so like maybe Rondo of Blood, Rondo of Blood, and Castlevania Bloodlines on the Genesis. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, is that the one where you're like the guy with the spear? Yeah, but you can also be the whip guy. Yeah, I think we didn't we play. That's not a co-op game, is it? No, I think we just switched off. But I, yeah. I liked it. You could do like a charge jump with the spear guy. I don't. Know. It was, That's it pretty was cool. cool. Mm-hmm. But like the soundtrack's amazing for four. It's um, so good. Like that bass is just so sexy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm also playing just random. I'm trying to play Final Fantasy three, but it's it's pretty slow. Um, but very interesting. The story is very oh. intriguing to me. I thought um, we were gonna it, play it together. <laughs> I mean, I barely start. I, okay. I, I'm like 10, okay. 15 minutes in, so you can definitely okay. catch up. Um, yeah, one, once I finish Super Metroid. <laughs> nice. Uh, I also have to play Super Metroid and actually like beat it. Um, Anyway, uh, besides that, I have played uh, and finished God of War. Mm. Oh, shoot. Um, So you finished it now. I finished it. Uh, There's, like, secret bosses you can chase after if you want. The Valkyries, (laughs) I believe they're called. Uh, but I hear they're really hard, and it's just like I don't, I don't have time to get good. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, um, it's it is a really good game, um, and there are some powerful moments in it, um, and some interesting twists and turns. Um, and what the boss, the final boss battle, is is amazingly epic. Uh, mm. Yes, I highly recommend. I think you all should try it out. 
Okay. Um, uh, besides that, I think that is it. Um, busy month. Um, Tim, did you figure out what this mysterious yes. show is? Yes. So, so remember how I said it was a Nickelodeon game where they played a uh, Nickelodeon show where they played arcade games? Yeah. It's called Nick Arcade. Uh, of course. <laughs> uh, and I can't figure out the game I was thinking of, but for whatever reason, I thought Kid Chameleon was on it. Turns out I was wrong. They just have some other games, and uh, really, this is just a huge... Huge diversion, but notable celebrity Joey Fatone of NSYNC was on it. (laughs) And he appeared using his full given name, Joseph, Mr. Joseph Fatone. (laughs) Exposed. Wait, but was it not Joe and Mac? Was that not the game they were playing? Joe and Mac was not there. Apparently the games they played were... Yeah, give us a little. Meteoroids, Laser Surgeon, Brainstorm, Battle of the Bands, Star Defenders, Post Haste, Jet Jocks, and Crater Rangers. I have literally heard of none of those. None. So I feel Not like you just made up those titles. I'll tell you why. Uh, the <laughs> games here were designed specifically show. for the show, uh, apparently. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Wow. wow. <laughs> that's a lot of effort to put in, I feel that like. That's, I want to play those like, games now. So I don't even so know what they are, but like, I have <laughs> to play them. <laughs> oh no, what have I done? <laughs> um... Great. Um, Tim, do you want to update us on the games you've been playing this past month? Oh, right. That. Um, gosh, what have I been playing? Um, let's see. I I think I've said this at least three times, but I started playing Breath of the Wild again. <laughs> me too. Uh-huh. Me too, actually, however briefly. We're back to episode okay, one. Good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, um, you know, I took like a few month hiatus and I came back to it. And hey, guess what? It's still a really good game. And I still don't want to beat it yet you know i'm like running around finding these <laughs> things i just don't know what i don't know anything about the things i'm seeing I'm, i might have mentioned this before i saw another dragon i'm like oh, what's yeah. the deal with he that dragon what dragons. are you supposed to do with those dragons tim <laughs> well, i don't know i talked to a guy and he's like hey have you seen this dragon i've always <laughs> wanted to see one and it's literally like flying above us as he's talking it's and right I'm like, there look dude. up my dude it's right there just, just turn that head like up yeah um so i don't know i see them around and i've been i took picture of it this time instead of just looking at it like a slack-jawed yokel um yeah so i don't know i'm i'm still looking around i'm just kind of boggled by the fact that there's so many places i can go to that aren't uh you know necessary to beat the game like i can go to the castle right now and beat ganon if i want to but like there's like Two whole like northeastern and northwestern sections of the map that oh, I man. can go to. And, and as someone who decided to just finish the game, I don't think you should just keep playing the game. As long as you're still <laughs> enjoying and exploring, yeah, yeah exactly. I'd say, just keep going. go at your own pace, but don't try to like string it out for longer than you need to. Yeah, I'm not like a completionist. Like I'm not trying to go around and beat every shrine or mm-hmm. find every Korok, which would be insane. Yeah, yeah. Um, you we, know, so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just kind of I'm I'm exploring, and if I come across a shrine, I go in the shrine. You know, I'm just kind of checking yeah. out the scene. No, that's, that's you know good. I mean? good. When, yeah. when you're done, though, we need to have a, a good roundtable discussion about it because oh sure, I a post mortem three three years after the game came out, two years. Has I'm way it, behind. No, it's been two years. Two, right? two. okay, no one year. A year and a half. Twenty seventeen March. Oh, okay. Only one year. God, guys, time guys, keeps on slipping, guys. slipping, slipping. Uh, yeah. yeah, we're all old now. Okay, and finally, our new challenger, Josh, what have you been playing this past month? All right, well, um, okay, so I've also been playing an incredibly long game with too many things to do, Um, The Witcher 3, which uh, was recommended by Evan. Yes. Nice. Um, So the thing about The Witcher 3 that I kind of wish I had known is that it's, and I already told Evan and Max this, but it's essentially, it's just medieval Arkham Asylum, and... Mm -hmm. 
I wish I had known that because if you had pitched it to me as that, I probably would have bought it day one. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> with an amazing story so, and like choices yeah, that could affect the game. Yeah. But okay. it's like, to, so this is like, it's rhythm based combat where you're hugely outnumbered and you have to rely mm-hmm. on counterattacks and gadgets. Um, sure. There's a detective mode to investigate crime scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you Witcher even fight. Vision. Yes. Uh, it, it is called Witcher Vision. And <laughs> you, you Wh- even fight Wishing. a clown themed street gang. I hate that. <laughs> yeah. And I love it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's ridiculous, but it's great. Um, and yes, it has an awesome story. And um, it has like it really surprises you with the way that like you're seemingly like unrelated choices can affect things and like different quests down the line mm-hmm. um so the, just the main story itself is really cool i also um i really love the monster contract which are like oh yeah yeah you know evan oh, they're yeah. um they're like these self-contained side missions that are almost like uh hard-boiled detective short stories mm-hmm. um like most of them it's just like the mystery of so-and-so mm-hmm. um i just played one of my favorite ones probably today where um Geralt, not Ger- Gerald, Geralt. Um, he has to uh, track down a vampire who loves alcohol and only feeds mm-hmm. on drunks. Um, <laughs> so the, um, the best part mm-hmm. about these side quests is there's like a whole story involved. Obviously, there's like voice acting. There's like an mm-hmm. arc for characters. And then they always give you like a long chapter to read about like the creature itself. Mm-hmm. So it's just packed with content, like every yeah. nook and cranny in this game. Every every creature that you have a contract for is unique. Um, mm-hmm. All the the cutscenes where you're talking to people, like they're not like you know Mass Effect, where it's like the two mannequins like standing uh-huh. across from each other. <laughs> like they actually have like zooms and like low angles and like uh, camera, you know, yeah. trickery. Huh. Yeah, um, that does sound nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and these are like the the most side questy things you can do. Like it only yeah. goes up from there. Uh-huh. But um, anyway, the this you know side mission where you know you're finding this vampire um this vampire only feeds on drunks so you have to go to a bar get wasted go out into the street and like sing drunken pirate shanties until you draw out the vampire oh man um, and it's awesome because um, this like serious like monster hunter is like out there going like 16 men not a chest. and it's like it's great um but like even to get to that point you have to talk to witnesses you have to like examine the bodies of the victims and like it it, it really is more like a detective Bad. fiction story than it is a medieval story and because mm-hmm. i don't really like medieval fantasy like that, uh-huh. that's what drew me into it yeah. Okay. See, I wish I had known that kind of thing. See. I mean, like, okay. Here's the thing. I've wanted to play The Witcher yeah, for a like long everyone time. Everyone agrees main, it's good. Yeah. The main turnoff has been like, I guess, the length. But I mean, you know, I game. did kind of assume it was like, uh, kind of a diff, like a Skyrimian kind of, like, uh, like a terrible uh, story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just like didn't really uh, imagine it being particularly good. So yeah, I mean, like, of, far as like the setting goes, rather. So yeah, that's how I felt for a long time. But it's really not like it is actually that amazing. Like the set and it's like separated across like three or four different open world areas. But the the main open world is just like mind-bogglingly huge like um you just like it's one of those like people joke about like oh if you if you see it you can go there but like it really is like if you see it in the world you can go there uh so then my question for evan as the only person Mm -hmm. i believe who's played both is zelda or the witcher which one has a better open world oh open world oh witcher Uh, oh interesting Mm -hmm. i I mean I, I think they probably I, excel in different ways. Yeah, for, they do, right? I mean, like, definitely. Like, Breath of the Wild has its own unique style and brand about it. 
Um, I think we. I would love to talk about Breath of the Wild in its entirety when Tim's finally done. Uh-huh. Um, yes. But I mean, I just, I just like The Witcher Three more. Like, mm. I, but I, I, I also mm. love Breath of the Wild. I understand it's a really good game. But I did play a demo. I played a demo of Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. and um, I feel like maybe the main difference is that like. Breath of the Wild is very much like it's almost like a Miyazaki film and it's kind of like minimalist and you sort of are yeah. just out there exploring. Yeah, they are kind of own. like the opposites in some ways, like uh-huh. minimalist and then like extremist, like just everything maximum, has detail. Like, and like, yeah. If you look at the map, it's just packed with yeah. question marks and exclamation points. And it's just like all the punctuation <laughs> is just like thrown at you. Every single punctuation. There's like peasants that need help. There's peasants that want to hang uh, deserters in this like uh-huh. war that's going on. There's okay. like, you yeah. know. And I'll say that's also kind of like the the main drawback of playing Witcher Three is you haven't played one or two, and that was the same thing for me. And I'm like, yeah. just kind of like dropped in the middle of the story, and then you're like, Wait, why do I care? Like, there's so much happening. There's like a whole backstory of like these countries, like mm-hmm. fighting at it, and then like Geralt, Geralt's like kind yeah. of in the middle of all of it. Um, I will and say, the Witcher's yeah. Two. yeah, I will. I will say that um, what I found out because I had to like do research <laughs> for this game to figure yep. out what was going on. Um, what really surprised me is that a lot of the main characters and the main conflicts in the game don't even happen in Witcher 1 and Witcher 2. Like, um, uh, Yennefer nice. and Ciri, they're not in the first two games. Like, uh, they're taken from the books, which uh-huh. I didn't know have been, like, going on since the 70s. Like, this was a... What? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. Yeah, it's like an actually... Is it Norwegian or Polish? Swedish? Uh, Polish, it's yeah. Polish. Okay. <laughs> it's Polish, Something yeah. European. Something Eastern European. Yeah, so that's like this Polish author who was like George R. R. Martin before George R. R. Martin. Um, he's been making these stories and they just adapted them to games. So pretty much like the first two games, like they I don't I don't know if they like did their own thing or what. But like this one, they brought in a lot of characters from the books. But like instead of just sort of rebooting it, they just like continued from the books. So it's mm-hmm. like not only do you have to have played the first two games, but you also have to have read all the books like the books leading up to it, which is uh-huh. kind of an insanely tall order. Yeah. But it's fine because like the characters are very well uh, characterized. So you can kind of just jump in. Okay. And The Witcher 3 is why I'm excited for Cyberpunk. Yes. Um, that is going to be an awesome game. I pray God. Yes. Yes. There's a game called Cyberpunk. Yeah, it's called <laughs> Cyberpunk. And then like a year, 2077, I, think. I believe. Yeah. And it's made by the same company. I mean, so then if you're if you're telling me cyberpunk detective, now I'm a lot more interested. Yes. And and (laughs) in the cyberpunk game, you can customize your own car. So that's kind of cool. Oh, Uh, and and it's a new franchise. It's not based as far as I know, based on anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that is cool. I hope I hope they all don't kill themselves while making it because (laughs) I hear their crunch is horrible. Um, Yikes. I can't even imagine how like a studio of human beings could have made the witcher three like even though it's like <laughs> i get it's like triple a they had a budget but still like did they have an actual army of like polish programmers like just <laughs> slaving away at this game for like five years yes yeah yes they did okay, okay. so that was so, an overextended it was i real real quick rush? yeah I do. There's one other thing that I've been playing that I wanted to bring up um, now because of and this is going to be a short discussion because you guys have already talked about it. Um, Barkley, shut up and jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, uh-huh. oh, man, you got us. Yeah, Shout you out guys. To two episodes ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you guys got me because I was just like, well, it's free. It sounds interesting. It's free. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I just I played it. I just beat it maybe like over the weekend or something. And um, 
it, it was it was great. Uh, I really like appreciated all the little details. Like I will say to to answer your like question from before of like you know does it affect your enjoyment like knowing what's going to happen? I think it does a little bit. I wasn't like laughing out loud for most of it because I was like, oh here's the diabetes part. Oh here's yeah. the, here's the part. diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> Which How yeah, many games can it you was say still that about? right. It was still good, but. I do feel like I kind of knew what was coming in, but um, I did appreciate like the little details. Um, and I wanted to, to bring up uh, just today, actually, I went into the music file to um, I want to transfer some of the songs to my phone to use them as like ringtones and alarms and whatever. Yeah. OK. Um, <laughs> I discovered the song titles are all absurd and like not descriptive of the song at all. Um, <laughs> Go on. So, for example, uh, the battle theme is called "Click Here for Mustache Rides." <laughs> yes, good. Yes, Buried and um, like the the Chup Mines theme is <laughs> it's <laughs> yes, it's www dot. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. Yes, go on. www.friendlydads.net, the friendliest dads on the net. <laughs> Did you go to that website? Someone find no. out. Hang on, I'm punching it in right do now. It. Do oh, it now. Here we go. My best friend's dad's website. Okay, wait. www.friendlydads.net. I'm going to end up on some list. Oh, God, yeah, you, you are. are. If not already. I'm the maker of this game. Oh, all I get is a page that says error. It says the friendliest dads in the net with a play button uh-huh. that does nothing. How Bummer. how incredible would that have been if it like triggered some sort of ARG that's like <laughs> over five years old and now we're just like <laughs> dropping down this? Maybe back hole. in like 2012 it would have worked. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm guessing at one point this play button probably played that theme, but unfortunately mm-hmm. it's dead. Oh well. Um, <laughs> the one fr- last thing. Dads this is probably the thing that's going to, like, blow your mind. So just, like, hold on to your chairs or whatever. Um, uh, friendly so, Dads is pretty mind-blowing. Hold on to your basketballs. Just, just, just wait. Um, is it the Blue the, Dragon song? No, it okay. isn't. Although that was that was good, too, because okay. that was how I found out that it was sung by the guy. Uh, from Deep, Deep Purple. Purple. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah um, so this, looking through the files, uh, led me to the discovery that Michael Jordan's theme is actually just a slowed-down, melancholic piano version of Sweet Georgia Brown, which is the Harlem Globetrotters theme. Yes. I, I figured this out because the Jordan theme is called Hilarious Georgia Brown. <laughs> All right. And we're well, going to put a clip of that right here in the episode. Yeah. Here you go. Right here. Cool. Josh, good yeah. job witchering that because I did. that's some good detective work. I did. Wow. I did my, witcher vision? I did. And I was <laughs> like, here are the files. I see Witcher George senses. Brown. Charles Barkley's like glowing. It's like, it's him. He's the contract. Found him. God. Yeah, Geralt All also right. kind of sounds like solid snake. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He's that trope. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. That was an overextended version of what the heck we've been doing this past <laughs> month. Uh, now we can move on, finally, to Street Fighter 3, Third Strike. Oh. Okay, so uh, I'm not going to tell you what year it came out, because that might be a question later in the game. Oh, um, man. But it came out... Uh-huh. Uh, in, a by, in a year. In a year. In a year. With years. <laughs> um, 
Street Fighter 3 Third Strike is a 2D fighting game developed and published by Capcom. So for listeners who don't know at home, a fighting game is basically a game where two people just punch each other until one passes fight? out. Where they fight? Yes, they fight. It's wow. a game, therefore fighting game. Um, yeah, and it's been like re-released on several consoles throughout the years, like Dreamcast, PS2, uh, it's on the PS4 now. Um, and this is obviously the, I don't know if it's obvious, but third strike, it's the third iteration of street fighter three. Um, there were two other versions before it, um, and lots of changes occurred between the three iterations. Um, so that's basically the game. Uh, so, so yeah, it has the mechanics of a fighting game where you just punch each other and kick each other. Um, and there's also this mechanic that they introduced called the parry system where you press forward the exact same moment the opponent attacks you and you can parry it so you like deflect the attack it doesn't hurt you and it puts you in the positives which means you can counterattack very easily um, and they also introduced i think uh, selectable supers so before this it was only like one super and i think in alpha it had like this weird like tekken style thing where you just activated uh, the ability to string together your own combos so this was the first game that introduced the super mechanic, and Street Fighter 4 and Street Fighter 5 uh, have also used this, this thing. Um, so, uh, before cool. we dive even further into it, just wanted to talk about my history with the game a little bit, oh. and it goes way back <gasps> to the 90s again. <laughs> um, <laughs> it all comes back to the 90s. It always goes back to the 90s. Um, so I was not even 10 years old. I was, I don't know, 8 or something, and my older cousin, who is... 10 years older than me, had Street Fighter 2. Um, and he kicked my butt all the time, as family members do. Uh, and I remember I borrowed the game, I took it home, I, I practiced, like, for weeks, and then I came back and I beat him. And I was, like, so proud of that moment. Um, <laughs> like, it must have been a huge moment because I remember it to this day. Uh, <laughs> this is, like, formative right here. This is a formative moment. It's like, wow, okay, so if I just, like, practice at something, I will get better at ah. something. What a crazy concept. <laughs> uh, so flash forward, in, like, 10, 12 years, Street Fighter Four is coming out. Um, and I am get really excited about that. I was like, oh, yeah, I played Street Fighter Two, um, And then I start asking myself, whatever happened to Street Fighter 3? Like, there's this, there's this gap that no one talks about. Um, so I went down the YouTube rabbit hole, and, of course, I came across the Evo Moment 37, which, um, for those who don't know, it's... Um, I don't know. And, oh, oh, perfect, Josh. Uh, how to explain <laughs> so, Evo Moment 37. So Evo Why is, is it the, numbered? Like, this is really intimidating and strange. I, I, think, <laughs> I think they numbered it back when they cared enough um, and they just stopped. It's, it's is there Evo it, moment like 1 through 36 as well? There are yeah, other but no Evo one cares moments. about them. This, this is, no this is the real them. number one moment. They're the like, wait, this moment. is the moment we've been waiting for. Okay, yeah. so I'll set it up. So Evo is the biggest fighting game tournament in the world, right? Um, I think it started in NorCal, actually, and it went SoCal and eventually just found its way to Vegas. Um, so we'll be there this weekend. Yeah. Let's go, guys. Um, so, and of course, they have all kinds Viva. of fighting games there. Uh, the best of the best go toe to toe, uh, and only one. There's only one winner. Uh, <laughs> they take home lots of money, and it goes up every year. Uh, so, one year, I think it was 2002 or something. I want to say. I think it was 02 um, or 03. 03. Uh, Street Fighter 3 was the main game, um, and the two the, the two players were Daigo Umahara of Japan and Justin Wong of America, and they were 
both considered like the best of their rep- of their uh, representative com- countries, um, and it came down to the wire. So as you guys know, uh, you can get chipped out by a super attack. So for those who don't know, again, if you have like if you have like <laughs> one hit left in your health bar, um, and the other person uses a super on you, you cannot block it. If you block it, you will just die. However, if you parry, you will not die. You will survive the attack. Um, and as you guys know, hopefully, Chun Li's super is pretty long. I didn't I think, know that. Um, yeah, I, just, I play Chun Li. It's one of her three <laughs> supers. It's the one. It's like a yeah. combo of kicks. I yeah. played the Japanese kicks. arcade version, so I have no idea what any what super is nice. which. Okay. Well, anyway, she kind of like projects herself forward and does like her lightning kicks a lot. Oh, I like um, that one. And um, so it was really down to the wire. Um, ju- they exchanged attacks, so like. Daigo had like one hit left and Justin had maybe a third or a quarter left of his health left. So really, if he just used a super, he could have killed him in one hit. And um, some guy in the audience yells, let's go, Justin. And then at that moment, (laughs) Justin uses his super just to take out Daigo. He's like, well, I got this in in the can. He can't block it. He can't parry it, can he? And <laughs> can he? Sure enough, Daigo parries every attack, and this is like it's really fast. Um, and you have to know the combination of the attacks too to get the entire thing. Uh. And on top of that, he parries it all and optimizes his combos so he can knock out Justin in that moment. And so yeah. it was a huge turnaround, and he goes on to win that match against Justin. Yeah. Uh, so that it's wasn't pretty... that wasn't the finals. Yes, so that was not the finals. That was the um, second to last. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it was. It's it's hard to explain how hype it is. I would highly recommend our listeners go Google uh, or rather YouTube, I guess. uh, Evo moment number thirty-seven, just so you can see how wild the crowd goes. Oh, the crowd loves it. It's like parry because again, like Evan said, the super attack is like just a whole bunch of attacks, like kick, 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 kick. You know, and so like you just see him. Like Perry, 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 and then like jump, the crowd Perry. is like realizing what's happening. Like, oh. yeah, like as it as it becomes apparent that he's parrying the like he can he's parrying each blow and he's maybe gonna make it through the entire thing. Like everyone's just going wild. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. unbelievable. I, I believe it's, it. It was either eleven or thirteen parries, and he had to jump into the air for the last two. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's wild. It's, it's it's definitely like a chill-inducing like video to watch, especially if you're like the first time you watch it. You're like, oh my god, he's doing it. Yeah. And I think um, it's even impressive if you don't super know the mechanics. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, so, oh yeah, like because Evan forced us to play Street Fighter. Like, <laughs> I now kind of know what you guys are talking about. Like, I can mm-hmm. I can appreciate that now, whereas before I would just you know. I would have tuned out this entire conversation and I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about, but like, I, I know that super, I know the Perry thing. Like, uh-huh. yeah, I understand right. why this is a big deal. Cool. Hopefully our listeners didn't just tune us out for five minutes. <laughs> and then uh, maybe after this session, we'll have Josh watch the video, which is okay. Okay. caught up. Sounds good. So yeah. Um, so yeah, after that, it was, it was love at first sight. I was like, this is the best, the best street fighter for me. Um, in my opinion. Um, yeah. So, Check so. it out, guys. Check out Street Fighter 3. Uh, but now we're going to go on to the discussions. <gasps> the discussions. All right, so, let's talk. 
So before we jump in even more, uh, I want to talk about it. How well versed <laughs> are you guys in fighting games? Like, so what's your background and like, what's what are some of your favorite fighting oh, games? Oh, my resume. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Max, do you want to get us started? I know you like some uh, really good fighting games. Oh, yeah. Only the best. Oh, yeah. um, uh, I mean, I don't even know when I started playing fighting games. I mean, like everyone, I feel like my neighbors had Street Fighter 2. That was probably my first fighting game since NES didn't have a ton that I would have played. Um, and I think that was a lot. I feel like that was one of those games like Mega Man X and Super Mario World that like everyone with a Super Nintendo had mm-hmm. some version of Street Fighter 2. I believe right. they had Turbo. Um, and like for years, I didn't know that Turbo was like so turbo uh <laughs> like i didn't know they literally well, doubled like the turbo speed and championship edition yeah there's, there's five different versions These at least yeah. uh yeah. no i think yeah, oh, it, no there's more than that because there's hd one anyway uh i mean i played street fighter 2 i never could even figure out how to do a hadouken because i had i also had mortal Kombat, and in mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. you can tap down then tap right instead of doing a quarter circle sweeping motion so i was like mm-hmm. i'm pressing the inputs it's not working Mm-hmm. Um, so I never uh, Street Fighter 2 was always really hard for me On Super Nintendo I could never beat Ryu It would take me like 30 tries um, I was always Dalsim And I would just do the slide kick Like the, uh, the downwards heavy kick uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> And like people couldn't figure out How to downwards block at that age Like when we were 7 or whatever So it's like everyone would just <laughs> use sliding kicks And that was yeah. it um, That was the win So I mean I didn't play a lot of fighting games Then until I started I feel like hanging out with especially Evan more, but I guess as we grew up, we had super smash brothers, you know, that's a mm-hmm. different style oh, of yeah. fighting game, but like everyone played that too. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yeah, I think we just kind of got into maybe super smash brothers kind of really got us into fighting games. And then we would, I remember Josh, one time you rented a, a fighting game called dark rift for the N64. Uh, from Blockbuster. I can't believe you remember dark. It turns out rift. that game got like, abysmal reviews at the time uh so i kind of want to play it again uh, i do too because i really liked that game i rented yeah. it multiple times it was um, dark and so therefore it was cool uh <laughs> right, were, right were there rifts like killer instinct i don't remember Possibly. it was like it was, really, it was like bad slow killer instinct i think it was very much like killer instinct um but yeah so oh, i mean God. i once once i got a dreamcast uh my first game i got for that was uh power stone 2 which was the first fighting game i put a ton of time into and while it's certainly not like a super competitive like easy to learn hard to master fighting game i think that's what really got me into enjoying fighting games i was like these characters can be cool and you know you can learn to do cool moves power stone is super Uh simple uh compared to something like street fighter but i think it was a good gateway and so my mm-hmm. current favorite fighting game is Techromancer, which was also a arcade, oh, yeah. and, then, <laughs> and then Dreamcast, <laughs> uh, Capcom made fighting game. But unlike Street Fighter, it's it's also very simple in comparison. Certainly not quite as simple as Power Stone, but uh, its commands are super easy to enter, and there's huge uh, like frames of time to punish when an enemy screws mm-hmm. up or something. So I just like that it's easy, and I can do the moves when I want to do them, <laughs> which I'm <laughs> yeah, sure we'll, which I'm sure we'll get into mm-hmm. with. Uh, third strike but yeah that's that's and and the character designs are great and then and then recently i've just yeah yeah the characters i mean that's capcom at that era but um Mm -hmm. recently i've just been trying to like buy almost every fighting game that i can because i like to play them i mean even bad ones i like to look at character designs and stuff i just it's a very easy type of game for me to like pick up and play you know so i mean i Uh, liked dark rift because of the character design so there you go 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I initially didn't like Street Fighter Three because of the character designs. So. Yeah. Well, oh, I'm gonna now I, initially interesting. <laughs> I'm yeah, gonna bring I that up later. Now I love it because of the fight. Well, anyway, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, I guess because we're still segueing into talking about Street Fighter Three. Well, I just want to know what your guys' backgrounds <laughs> no, are. No, what you absolutely. like? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, right, this is I'll, gonna be like a three-hour episode, isn't it? No, probably. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> One strike per hour. <laughs> You know, Evan's Metal Gear Solid 2 episode was also one of our longer ones, too. I think. I'm sorry. <laughs> he just likes video games so much. So much. Um, I'll talk about my stuff real quick. Um, I mean, yeah, like Max said, we grew up playing a lot of these fighting games. And a lot of them, like, are probably bad or unmemorable. But, like, it was easy for us to just kind of, like, play them against each other. And I don't know. I guess it was just, like, a fun way to kind of have some some competition and stuff and mm-hmm. i mean uh, i don't know i mean we played a lot of different ones but i remember i have very fond memories of playing like marvel versus capcom on the dreamcast and like button mashing my way to victory with spider-man and being like yeah i'm good at this game <laughs> you know it's just that's, yeah. that's just kind of the way it was um mm-hmm. marvel versus capcom 2 played a lot of that as oh, well oh man good times. that was a classic um but i think like max said the the most prevalent one is probably like super smash brothers melee i mean that game came out in like 2001 and I think we played it almost every time we hung out for probably like six or seven years you know (laughs) something like that Um, and you know I always like I think like Evan said he had that moment where like he practiced Street Fighter and was able to beat his cousin I think you know we played against each other and I think a few of us were were pretty good at it, but it wasn't until like in high school when like the stupid, terrible anime club that we sometimes came oh, by, uh, <laughs> they had like tournaments that they would run for Super Smash Bros. Oh, Melee, no. and we realized that we were like kind of generally better than they were. And then I put in like a little bit of time to practice, mm-hmm. and then like we were like much better than they were. You know, <laughs> they still do uh, that, by the way. Um, sorry, oh, guys, wow. uh, I'm I'm a high school teacher, and uh, they. We, we have like a video game club on campus and nice. they do have Smash Brothers tournaments, so this has not changed. Are they kind of Smash melee, you or melee? I no. Okay. <laughs> they're, no, they're not that hardcore. This is like whatever is the most recent Smash Brothers, but yeah. sure, anything, sure. No. Okay. Okay. Um yeah, I mean like I mean there is still like some dedicated like melee followings, and I mean like not even dedicated, that's still a very popular game, but um yeah, yeah I mean it makes sense that if these are like kids who have access to the current gen consoles, they're playing the current gen smashes. So um where was I going with that? Yeah, I don't know. I mean like melee was just kind of like a really uh, that kind of like like really got me got the competitive spirit in me i guess for fighting games a little bit more and that being said i'm still like on the grand scheme complete garbage at melee like if you go to any <laughs> even even if i am like maybe like the best melee player out of like our group of friends and that high school we went to i think like you just have a trophy God. I do yeah, have you a got trophy. The trophy but I am wreckage. the local legend, legend of wreckage from day one of Brawl release in yeah. the GameStop. <laughs> See that practice? You beat me in round one. None of us have yeah. trophies. Tim. Yeah, you that wasn't. Oh god, I had to go up against him in round two. I was shaking. I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, good times, good mm-hmm, times. Good I remember times. The, like the um, the last round of that tournament. Again, for the listeners, this was like the day one release of Brawl. Which Midnight, was, like, right? Yeah, we stayed up until midnight. Yeah, I mean, midnight release, um, and GameStop had like a tournament, and 
so none of us really knew the game, but I remember like the finals was like me and then the GameStop employee who had been playing the game all day. And I'm like, how is <laughs> this allowed? Fair. Yeah, it was heck? like this like, like But then you beat him. Home. I did beat him, but like the GameStop employee was like, why would he be able to enter with like a bunch of teens and preteens who are trying to play this game. I don't know. It was he really probably silly. still works at that GameStop to this day. <laughs> probably. Yeah. I feel you like win, this Tim, is like a win. like a movie or like a Karate Kid thing where like the odds are stacked <laughs> against you, and it's like, no, it's yeah. not fair, but I'm gonna win anyway. Well, Even I do employees. remember. I remember I beat him, and then like I like went to I like shook his hand, and he like kind of like looked at me like oh, okay, like salt. like yeah. He was I think a little salty, but anyway, it was fun, good times. That's good. That's good. Um, Josh, what what's your what fighting you, game man? history, pedigree, all that stuff? <laughs> pedigree, that's a that's a good word for it. <laughs> it's a well, I mean, it's yeah. a loose term for all of us, I think. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, yeah, as you, if you can't tell by now, um, I'm not big on fighting games. Um, I I feel like I kind of played them more maybe when I was younger, like because I I originally got into them. Probably the first one I played was Mortal Kombat, um, mm. and I think I got into it because I felt like it was a game that I wasn't supposed to be playing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah well probably at that age for, for sure. yeah a lot of reasons but um i was able to convince my mom or my grandma to, to let me like rent it because i'm like look on the super nintendo it's not blood it's sweat it's white <laughs> Thank God. and that I was how nintendo like you know got around that whole thing but yeah yep. um yeah so like i don't know i was attracted to games that i felt like i shouldn't have been playing um so i also liked other like gross weird fighters like um like clay fighters oh god uh, clay fighter that weird game um dark rift like i said um so yeah i think that i don't know it's but street fighter never really grabbed me because i guess because it wasn't dark enough it was just kind of like (laughs) these cartoony like stereotypes like just you know fighting punching each other punching each other just fighting in the (laughs) there were no like they didn't have like crazy claws or like you know huge (laughs) there were no like monsters except for blanca but even he was like pretty tame um so yeah he's probably pretty wild back in the 90s though like he's wow. a wild man <laughs> electric resilient <laughs> this man is green <laughs> and super saiyan hair um yeah but i actually like i kind of thought that you might ask this question so i i kind of like did a little soul searching about like what kind of fighting Ooh, games i love it i, love I like it. <laughs> and what like because i don't like a lot of fighting games but i realized all the fighting games that i like and am good at Involve giant robots. Ah, there <laughs> is the yeah. common denominator. It is. It really is. Um, I love Techromancer as well because um, I don't know if we mentioned yet. It's a basically a game where every character is like a almost like an off-brand version of like a a popular like giant robot like from Japan. There's like the Gundam robot. There's the the Macross robot. There's like the um, I don't know whatever transforming Evangelion. Yeah, the Evangelion robot. robot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I love that, and um, I I used to be able to beat everybody at Techromancer. I don't like Evan or well, Max is is playing it a lot, so I don't I know. Love if Techromancer surpassed me. See, back in the day, yeah, maybe you were top dog, but now Max has been training. Like I was, my my G Kaiser was unstoppable. Uh, yeah, but um, no, he's got the Dixon down though. Oh yeah, the Dixon like run away and, oh, and gun. I have other. Yeah. I can keep other characters. Game. I can be. Uh, I got good I can luck be with Bl- I can personally. be Bolin and Poland. <laughs> I can be twins am. Bolin and Poland was your classic one, Max. That yeah. was like your thing. Bolin, yeah. um, Bolin and Poland rules, but the best character. That, that was our like <laughs> our rivalry was Bolin and Poland versus uh, <laughs> you guys. Uh, 
G Kaiser. Yeah, it was called Amazing Her because that's, that's the, like what uh, he's supposed to be. That's the mm-hmm. magical girl robot versus the samurai robot. <laughs> yeah. <you know. laughs> Um, but anyway, I wanted to tell the story. I was excited to, to share this yeah. one because uh-huh. the one of the other giant robot fighting games that I'm really good at is um, Gundam Battle Assault 2. Oh, and Gundam Battle Assault 2. Yes, I, I think I know where this is going. Back in the day, I was so good at this game <laughs> that I gave, I gave Tim nightmares. <laughs> I just Tim, is this win. true? <laughs> yes, okay. it's well, true. It I had I had a singular nightmare. Okay. <laughs> was it like slash, 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 yeah, slash? No, no. I um. I mean, like, I'll do you want to say you. it or should I? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I guess we can just what all tell my, the my side nightmare. Because it. <laughs> it's your nightmare, so you can tell me what the nightmare was. But um, yeah, sure, I just sure. like I I had a main. You know, I was Quinn Mantha, which is like really kind of unfair that it's in the game because it's like a mobile armor in the show so Broken. it's like bigger than a gundam um but still it's like i i just kept fighting tip and i kept winning and like over and over again and I, he got like really mad and he was like <laughs> again and i'm like do you want to stop and he's like no <laughs> and then i kept like picking right? yeah. different mobile suits and i kept beating him like over and over until like finally he just was like just like rage quit and i was just like what have i done what have i become <laughs> i've hurt my friend <laughs> so tim I mean, then yes. later like came back to me and told me about this this like nightmare he had because of that experience so uh tim, yeah what was i mean the like nightmare? It, it was just like okay so i w- i always picked burning gundam because i like that gundam a lot mm-hmm. um uh, and I, I did try a bunch of other gundams like you said i couldn't couldn't figure heck. it out um, but I don't remember specifics, but I'm pretty sure I was, you know, burning Gundam or piloting it and you were piloting Quim Mantha mm-hmm. and we were fighting and I, you know, I was losing and then like, you just like shot this like thin laser beam, which is like not <laughs> a move that Quim Mantha has, but it's like pierced right through burning Gundam's cockpit where Symbolic. I was. Yeah, and it was like a third-person view of me, and then, like, the Gundam just, like, exploded, and I woke (laughs) up, and I was like, no! It sounds like an actual episode of Gundam, though. (laughs) Yes, it it absolutely does. Um, And for the record, I do love that game, Um, and I do think Quimantha might be kind of OP in retrospect. Oh, yeah, that game was not balanced at all. Okay, but, okay, Tim's unarguably i think gotten better at fighting games since then i think we need to rematch same gundams oh, All right. oh man. bring it but i wow. also understand tears and other burning gundams trash so I don't <laughs> you gotta use your fundamentals just yeah, use oh big boy. sam he's in there that's true <laughs> no no no. it's gotta be the same gundams from the nightmare okay right. he's gotta get over this hurdle and is, yeah, is quinn manta like chun lee tier like is that what, is that what it is? dude if oh, anybody's well, put the time in to make a gundam battle assault 2 tier list i would be not surprised but i guess impressed <laughs> i wouldn't be surprised either no there's a lot of weirdos out there <laughs> yeah we're still waiting for the online edition of the Oh, God. Okay, yeah. uh, anyway, all right, so now on to the actual game. Mm-hmm. Which characters were you guys initially drawn to? Yeah, okay. Uh, um, Max, I guess this will be interesting for you, Max, because uh, you didn't really like... Uh, yeah, so, I mean, when I first saw Third Strike, which I'm probably just in an arcade somewhere, um, mm-hmm. probably a Boomers or something, uh, I was like... Having played Street Fighter 2 already, I was like, where's all my guys from Street Fighter 2? Where's Dalsim? Where's Blanca? Like, I know how to use Blanca's special attack. You just mash a button. It's easy. Or E-Honda. He could just do the thousand hand slap. So I was, like, very Mm -hmm. disappointed. And I'm like, look at all these creepy guys.
eyes. Like, this is weird. Um, There's a lot of creepy crawlies in there, yeah. But then I learned in the however many years since then to get over myself uh, (laughs) and realize that the character designs uh, and just art style in general is pretty dang good. Um, and so looking back at Street Fighter three, when I learned to that, like I, when I was like, Hey, this is probably actually a cool game I should play. Uh, and you know, after hearing about it, it's like people talk about it in the, in the inner game circles. Uh, I, I mostly noticed Q and Oro because I was like, what the heck are these guys? I mean, that's not, that certainly that sentiment does not only extend to those members of the cast. If you look at all of them, Mm -mm. uh, Mm, but they were the weirdest of the weird to me at the time so that that's who i was initially drawn to i guess but also really cool like q is awesome yeah like, he's yeah. just yeah. a no, giant q robot cool. man in a trench coat um yeah how about you yeah. two? Who, are you, who are you initially drawn to i mean like i i think the first time i played this game was probably i want to say in high school that's when you picked it up right evan yeah it was like late high school or early college i believe yeah yeah so i mean like when we were playing it like i don't know like like we talked about the characters are very weird and i think that was just kind of a little bit off-putting you know street mm-hmm. fighter is usually pretty normal um but again now that i have like a great appreciation for stuff i mean like i think the character designs are very unique and cool i want to say at the time i probably gravitated towards i'm like looking at a picture of the remy, roster remy, here. remy. <laughs> no i mean like remy's like who? Okay, here's the, here's okay, the thing Remy, I want to talk about Re- later. Remy is like the poster child, like, emo boy. Like, he's got yeah. the long hair. Long blue and, like, hair. Yeah. Oh, the long French. Blue hair. Yeah. Yeah, the French guy. French he's got, like, like tight pants on. He I has, actually, like, a leather jacket, and when he wins, he, like, opens the jacket up, and he's like, oh, I win. I'm so yeah. sexy. <laughs> I, um, I played through, like, seven of the ten, like, rounds to, to beat Street Fighter that, you know, Evan assigned to us. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. I forgot I who Remy was. I was just like, wait, who's this character? Has he been here the whole time? <laughs> and, uh, and here's the here's the thing I like I wanted to bring up eventually. Maybe now's a good time. Um and as far as like the characters are well designed, I think Remy's like character portrait makes him look like he's like, oh I'm a cool guy. But like mm-hmm. when I have a question too. I don't know if you know this, Evan. Do you know hmm. if they had like different artists design like the character models in game? Because Remy's character model looks dumb as hell. Like his hands are mm-hmm. huge. You know, like he just like he <laughs> looks like a like a fan art. Like uh, it's hard to put into words. He's, he's it's basically a, little, a, a fan little bit art Barkley of shut up King jam of Fighters. <laughs> yeah, he's he's got Yaoi hands for sure. Oh, um, yeah. And it's just like he looks really weird, but. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. Yeah, like they had different artists maybe for different characters perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Or like I think like some sprites like Chun-Li's like looks like it might have been pulled from, yeah, I guess one of the other Street Fighter games. Mm -hmm. I wasn't totally sure, but Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Uh, Your original question, who did I gravitate towards? I think 12 probably. Uh, Um, He's like kind of like this weird morphing alien. mm -hmm. I thought that was pretty neat. Um, this time around, I didn't really jive with him too much, but I think, like, from a visual standpoint and, like, just kind of, like, coolness, I don't know, he's, like, kind of weird and pointy, he's got stabby mm-hmm. stuff. I don't yeah, know. he could, like, become different things, like weapons or, like, the other character if yes. he uses a certain special. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this time around, I guess I liked, uh, I gravitated towards Elena. I thought like her, like kind of dance fighting style yeah. was cool. And I thought she was really well animated, you know, looking so, at it like from that standpoint. Okay. I, I wanted to, to talk about Elena because like you did point out, like, it seems like different artists like made different parts of the game. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Why does Elena look like she's animated so much better than everybody else? Like she she's looks, like very fluid. She right? looks the way like she's, she's rotoscope. Like what? <laughs> what is that? Yeah, I believe question. she is a newer character. But I mean, like, so aren't they all new they characters? Had... No, no, no. Like to um, third strike. Like she was introduced uh, to third strike. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. While the so, other characters uh, were in previous iterations. And which characters are new to third strike? Well, that might be a question. Uh, uh, okay, Max, what are you saying? <laughs> uh, so we'll talk but about. no, I mean, so even okay, I know at least one other character, no two that were new to third strike, um, and there's not as like a- Elena's animation is like weird, uncanny valley, like it too is. many frames per second compared to the rest of the game looking. Um, but I noticed it's especially in her like idle or like beginning of the fight animations, like once she's actually doing her special moves and stuff, I didn't notice it as much, but it was like bizarre looking to me. Yeah. Um, when she's like dancing and you're yeah. like getting ready to fight, it's like, yeah, whoa, she's there's like, so much happening. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. if you see a rotoscoped movie, like a scanner yeah. darkly or something, yeah. it looks like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I think if everybody else was animated like that fluidly, it would like, I mean, the game's gorgeous, I think as mm-hmm. is, but it mm-hmm. would kind of make it more uniform maybe. So yeah, that mm-hmm. might be nice, but yeah. Um, I guess, yeah, those guys were my initial gravitation. How about you, Josh? Um, hmm. <laughs> so I guess I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to apologize, Evan. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Um, uh, I did not like these characters, and I never really, I never got like a Stockholm Syndrome thing where I like came uh-huh. around to them. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I thought they were all either like uh, boring or confusing or like just <laughs> weird um interesting i will say that like i gravitated most towards like the weirder characters like uh, mm-hmm. the first character that i played was uh necro uh, uh, mm-hmm. oh yeah because he looked like one of the weirder ones yeah. um i described him in my notes as uh, uncle fester meets dalson meets pagliacci <laughs> and voldo i think um, but a little bit but a little um, bit of voldo like he's just maybe an example of how the roster is so just like confusing in that like he um he has the stretchy dalsam arms he has like no skin pigment or hair he uh is an opera singer i think and <laughs> like he's best friends with roll um from Mega Man. <laughs> <laughs> and he also has blanca's electric charge thing so it's like he they're does. just they mashed like two street fighter characters into one and gave him a weird look and i'm so, like I said before, I played the Japanese arcade ROM on PC through, like, a, mm-hmm. a program called Fightcade, and I guess we'll talk about mm-hmm. Fightcade later, but yeah, um, basically, yeah. So I didn't get any context for him, but I don't really think I would have gotten that much anyway. I don't know if you would have. So, I mean, you could play the story mode, and I, I think there's, like, two cutscenes at most. Yeah, the game. there's, yeah. like, one, like, that's all text, and then there's the end cutscene, um... Mm-hmm. But yeah, I didn't I never figured out what he was about. Um, there was also like Hugo. I don't know what his deal was. Like he was like in a lab. Um, he I think was maybe a wrestler. Like maybe he was supposed he was, to be Andre the his, Giant. His, yeah, his stage is um, it's like a kid's like playground sort of thing. Right. Well, that's alarming. I is yeah. it? It just seems like yeah, a room like, full of crap. It's like a room and there's a bunch of toys if you like look closely okay uh-huh. but he's like escorted around by a stripper cop like uh-huh uh, poison. poison poison from, from final sure fight. final fight of yeah. course because hugo is actually from final fight oh, oh okay well yeah. maybe he gets know. a pass then that yeah. probably like raises more questions than it answers yeah. to be honest because now I mean, he raises more questions I mean, extra backstory i mean at least he's of, from something i mean there's cody and uh, guy too from street fire alpha and they're from final fight 
So uh, it's just kind of like an extension of that idea. It's the I same guess. universe, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like same Capcom fight. So where's Hagger? So where's Hagger? Yeah. Yeah, Hagger's came up for the first time in Marvel vs. Capcom 3, right? That was like I think that was his first mm. first time you could play as him. Yeah, other oh, than Final oh, Fight. As an yeah. yeah. You could yeah. be him in Final Fight. Yeah. Are you Oh yeah. Right. That's what he's yeah, okay. but That's yeah. True. No, and now and now isn't uh, that new Abigail isn't Abigail in Street Fighter Five from Final Fight? Mm, yes, that's might correct. Be. I don't know. Yeah, I hate See? Abigail. Yeah, <laughs> Abigail's Abigail's weird. It's just okay. Anyway, um interesting. And yeah. then I guess yeah, so go ahead, Jeff. My, my answer to your question, I guess, is I gravitated towards the weirdest ones. Um, <laughs> they weren't actually the ones I ended up liking the best. I just was mm-hmm. like, well, I don't want to be a person in a gi, and, like, six of these characters are just a person in a gi. <laughs> wearing a gi. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I tried them out. I tried 12. Um, he seemed like he would be cool. He's, a, like Tim said, shape-shifting alien, but he actually is really terrible because um, mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. hits like a child. Um <laughs> He's bad. Yeah, he's really bad. Um, I tried Elena because she seemed cool, but I don't know. She didn't click with me. Um, I guess we'll talk about favorite characters later. But uh, yeah, I I don't know. I ended up liking um, Dudley, which I kind of knew that I would because like uh, yeah. he's one of the only characters that you can look at him and just know what he's about. Like uh, <laughs> yeah. he's a gentleman boxer. Cool. He's, like, he's a gentleman boxer. He's exactly that. Yeah. But like, um, I guess like back to my point where like, you can't really look at these characters and be like, oh, yes, I, I understand this character, which I think is important for a fighting game. Like, you don't get mm-hmm. a lot of the backstory. Um, but, like, in Street Fighter 2, you can look at these people and know what they are. Like, you can look at E. Honda and be like, okay, he's a sumo wrestler. Like, Balrog's a, a fighter. Vega's a Wolverine. Yeah. Um, so maybe it doesn't work for all of them, but for most of them. So 50 50. Yeah. Because, like, I look at Delson, I'm like, what? And then he can, like, stretch his arms and I'm like, and shoot huh? fire. And yeah. then shoot fire. Like, what? Yeah, true. Is but for a decent amount of I get of what them. you're saying as yeah. far as, like, conveyance goes, though, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, yeah. And I think probably a few of the characters maybe are, like, over designed. Um, yeah, I'd say that. I, I think specifically. Um, Shoot, what's his name? Uh, stretchy guy with electricity, man. Oh, Necro. Necro, <laughs> yeah. Necro is just like, wow, this tossed a bunch of stuff on this guy. That's yeah, what I it felt know. like, and that was my yeah. gateway to this game. So yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was your initial guys's like reactions. What? Who did you end up really liking and sticking to in this game? Max, you want sure. to get us started? Uh, yeah, sure. I guess we'll just take it in the same yeah, we'll order. Yeah, we'll just go the um, yeah. So I actually. I really did end up liking Q more than I thought I would. I knew going in that he was a charge character, and in the past, mm-hmm. that's a charge character being when you have to typically hold backwards for a while, and then you press forwards on an attack. Uh, so you can't just that. throw out an attack immediately. You have to charge it up. Um, and I've never liked a charge character before because I like just getting my attacks out there and being able to quickly react to stuff. Um, but I think using him, just because I liked his design so much and I wanted to like him, I was like, oh, okay, this is how you do it uh Mm -hmm. and it's kind of nice because then you you're charging and you just wait for the enemy to do something and then you can react so i i kind of figured it out i i really like i like all of his special moves uh even Mm -hmm. though some are harder to do than others um Mm -hmm. my second favorite would probably be ibuki 
who's the like female ninja. Uh, I just she has a lot of very quick motion options where you can jump across the screen easily or like slide up to somebody. She's very mobile. Uh, She's very mobile. And usually that's what I like. I go with like the small female characters in fighting games, Mm -hmm. especially old ones, because they're usually faster. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I like being fast and being able to quickly react to stuff, I guess. Uh, being able to jump over stuff. So those those were my two favorites. Uh, though I also very much, I, I liked Sean a lot as well. Sean's He's cool. similar to Ibuki in that they can leap across the screen while kicking. A lot of characters He's can, I guess. He's person in a gi, number five. <laughs> He's person in a gi, number five, yeah. That's right. Uh, so. um, I end up came, coming around to uh, Alex. Um, Alex is, cool. is a also another charge character similar to Max's. Um, actually, it was funny. The uh, Me and Max... Played a few rounds last night, and uh, <laughs> I, th- and we had a match where it was uh, Max's Q versus my Alex, and I think I won because like I kind of like outpatienced Max mm. a little bit. Like <laughs> probably the charge characters really kind of like got a turtle, and every now and then Max got a little antsy, and I got him then, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Alex is a um, he's a charge character, but he's also a grappler too. So um, he's kind of unique in that way. Uh, Actually, Alex is like a hybrid character. He has, he has a Hadouken move and then also charge. And then also like a grappler, like three sixty toggle attack. I I hate to, and he's just buff guile. He's, he's a, Big old buff guy. He doesn't have a projectile, does he? He does not, no. Okay, so you said he had a Hadouken, Hadouken motion. Move, so. okay. um, Hadouken, Hadouken motion, motion. which yeah, is that's like kind of like elbow. Sl- yeah. short, short elbow slash kind of thing, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's a heavy hitter. I uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to say that, like, I clicked with him necessarily way more than everybody else, but, like, I, like, kind of saw a little bit of potential, and I put, like, a little bit of time. I spent, like, half an hour looking at a character guide, and so I put a little bit more effort into him, I guess. And mm-hmm. So that, that worked out well for me. I, I, I like him a lot, though. I think he's a cool character, cool design. I mean, mm-hmm. buff guile. I like his, like, Rambo. He basically looks like kind of a Rambo-looking dude. He's basically Rambo. Yeah. Um, and they butchered him in Street Fighter V. Like, um, I will not forgive them for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's another story. Josh, how about you? Who did you end up liking? I was really surprised because uh, I ended up liking Chun... Well, okay. Okay, I guess I shouldn't be that surprised. Uh, I ended up liking Chun Li the most um, because she um, she feels like she's from a different. I mean, she is from a different game, but like she feels like she plays uh, from a different game because mm-hmm. I don't know. I felt like most of these characters, like if you don't know, if you don't like study them and you like look up their move sets and do all this like stuff, then it feels very clunky and it's frustrating um, and it feels like you're fighting the game. Uh, Chun Li just does something at no matter what you do. She's always kicking. She's always flying around. Um, she's so mobile and fast. She, like, has a Mega Man X wall jump. Um, like, even when there's no wall, I feel like you yeah. just, she just, yeah. like, bounces off of everything. And um, that's it's great. The, uh, the computer doesn't know how to handle it. Like, um, if I ever got stuck and frustrated with the campaign, um, campaign, uh, I would just switch it. I would switch to Chun-Li, and then I would just, like, plow through everybody, and then I would switch back to a different character to end it. Fun fact, um, normal people, humans, also don't know how to react to Chun-Li. I'm pretty sure she's, like, the best character in the game. She is. I mean, tier... Like, when I said earlier Chun-Li tier, I looked up the tier lists while I was, like, playing this game, and (laughs) she is number one. She has favorable matchups against everybody. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that sounds about right. (laughs) Uh, However, I didn't have the most success with Chun-Li online, and I guess we'll talk about that later, but... um, Yeah, that's... That's exactly my next question. Yeah. How are your guys' online matches, and do you have any good stories? <laughs> Woof. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Go um, gosh, I mean, well, we've been going Max first, right? So yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so um, I played uh, my very first match online. I chose to do a ranked match, which I could mm-hmm. not find a single one of after my first ranked match. Um, I was Ryu because I have the most confidence with Ryu. He, I, I played as him in Street Fighter Five for like the month that I played that. Um, so I mm-hmm. learned basically all his moves, and they haven't really changed him much since Street Fighter Three. You know. Almost 20 mm-hmm. years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. So I was confident with Ryu. I played against a Sean, and there was really bad lag. Uh, and oh, I totally no. won because, like, I had so much time <laughs> to do my inputs. Because oh, yeah. normally, God. like, that's 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 one, like, thing that I have between me and this game is that I'm just not mechanically good enough to always, you know, put in the inputs when I need to. Like, a significant... Like, it's very difficult for me to do supers when I want to. Um, mm-hmm. But in slow-mo, I can do them at my own pace. Uh, so I beat the Sean. Um, then nice, I went on nice. just into lobbies because a few people had made lobbies. Um, literally everyone I played in those lobbies that day was Ryu, Ken, or Akuma, who all yep. basically have the same move set. Uh, mm-hmm. And I won zero games because I w- was purposely being like, no, I'm not going to stoop to their level. I'm going to be like whatever character <laughs> I want to be. Uh, uh-huh. And it did not work out very well. Um, then the only different experience I had later, uh, I got matched up with a Makoto player. Uh, and she used one combo on me for the entire time. Uh, and I could not figure out how to block it. I think she beat me five <laughs> times in well, a row. What was it? Uh, what some, was it? some of them like perfect uh you know, perfect victories where I didn't get hits in, mm-hmm. but mostly I got at least one hit in, but okay. never more than a half a life bar. Um, what was the combo she was doing? I don't know the names of combos. There was a lot of, um, she <laughs> would basically describe. get real, get up real close to me, do this thing where she uh. picks me up, does like a tiny bit of damage to me and then sets me back down. And then immediately she would launch into like Makoto's teleport mm-hmm. punches. Um, yeah, that's, that's her grab until I was so. dead. <laughs> So you can bait it out and like jump over it, and then she'll just be like, "Huh?" And then you can come down and uh-huh. yeah, punish well. her completely. Oh, okay. That's what you should have. <laughs> That's done. what I should have done. <laughs> well, now you know for the future uh-huh. for a game you'll never play again. Um, <laughs> I should have so, jumped instead jump. of hitting. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, my online experience was fairly similar to Max's. Um, I everybody I fought was. Ken, Ryu, or yeah. Akuma, or Sean. I felt I played a Sean player, but again, that was just kind of like Ryu light, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean's different. And I mean, like I don't know. It's I, I think on one level, it's like the 30th anniversary. Um, Third Strike is maybe not the best uh, format for it. It's just kind mm-hmm. of a weird. Um, I mean, if we're talking about the game, I guess we're talking about the 30th anniversary problems yeah, that I had. Yeah, which has not, a lot of problems, honestly. Yeah, it's not a great online format. Yeah. I heard people saying that Third Strike Online, which came out a few years before, was better generally mm-hmm. for playing online, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Uh, the lobby system was kind of frustrating. I kind of ended up playing the same people a couple times, which is kind of crazy if you're just kind of going on random ranked matches, you know? But mm-hmm. um, as far as my experience playing goes, I generally got beat, um, but it wasn't always like that one sided. In fact, there was one. <laughs> Evan, you've you've talked about this before, and I'm sure you're gonna touch on it. Like the, um, and I know it too because I've played other fighting games online competitively. But mm-hmm. 
there's like this frustration that comes with losing and you're just like, I hate this. <laughs> I, I, I hate myself. What am I doing? And then you get like one victory and you're like, I'm God. I am the king of it this game. It just completely turns everything around. You're like, okay, five more matches. I right. will eat this person's children. I wrecked their entire livelihood. Yeah. Um, and so uh, to, speaking to that point real quick, I love how love and hate how in street fighter three, once you knock someone out, you can still p- input buttons and it will oh, show yeah. what you do. People so like if taunting. you knock them out, you can just like teabag and they're just like, I, I'm going to kill you. I'm yeah, I, I will reach through my screen and I will sprinkle you. Yeah. Um, and that, that's exactly it. I mean, uh, I, so there was one one situation where I played this guy and uh, I think you get like three rematches. And it's kind of weird because it's not like a best out of three yeah, or best out of five. That's like weird. you can like lose twice and then win once. And then and it's then like, it's well, over. that's all your rematches <laughs> by. So that's what happened. I lost twice to this guy and then I got like one win. But like mm. every time the guy won, he like teabagged a little bit or he like punched oh, in the God. air. And it's like, OK, that's super annoying. <laughs> but then. I got rematched with him just in the random matchmaking oh, because, uh-huh, uh-huh. and then I came back and I three owed him. Oh, I, just, nice. <laughs> I like got a hint of what he was doing and I came uh-huh. back and I figured it out. You know? Nice. Yes. Yes. And that was extremely satisfying. I mean, that's the whole reason anybody like practices these games and plays them right is for those moments. So, I mean like, yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of satisfaction there. Um, there is also, however, I think, and this comes from the fact that like I'm new to this game. Um, I had a lot of these struggles when I was first starting to play Dragon Ball Fighters as well, as well as like any other fighting game you just start. It's like I would sometimes play some people where they would just, like Max said, do the same thing over and over again, and I wouldn't be able to beat them. And it was just like extremely frustrating because I'm like, I know what you're doing. Conceptually, <laughs> I understand that you're doing this thing over and over again, but it's mm-hmm. like I didn't have like a counter for it and then after three matches they're gone and like I guess I just am there to like stew in my own defeat you know so (laughs) so that doesn't feel great um there's a lot of peaks and valleys I think Mm. with competitive games and Mm -hmm. yeah that was definitely my experience online it was fun playing with Max though um because we had Mm. set up a lobby for maybe like I want to say like 10 matches or something like that um, and let the record show that I won 5-4, five, four, five, so four. I guess it was 9 <laughs> Oh, it was close. close though. Yeah. Yeah, it was close, close. it was close. It was a, a, and yeah, ebb and a flow there, but um, yeah, that was much more fun because we're both on like similar uh, skill level there, so yeah, I think if you find somebody to, to um, what's the word I'm looking for? Level spar with. with. <laughs> spar with, that's it, mm-hmm. yes. I think it's a, it's a, it's a great, great fun, yeah. <laughs> How about you, Josh? Any good stories hmm. online? I guess I have to explain what Fightcade is because um, I I kind of knew that uh, I didn't really want to like pay money for this uh, game, <laughs> so um, Evan offered me the option. I was of, like, "It's free. Uh, yeah. You can play it on Fightcade." Yeah. So uh, Fightcade, if you don't know, is um, it's like an emulator, but it's also an online fighting game like system. Um, uh. I don't know how it works. Like, I'm not even gonna pretend, but it is very cool if you like fighting games, like uh, arcade fighting games, because like you could play it as an emulator and just play the game, uh, which is how I did the single player. Or uh, the like online multiplayer is just kind of like a lobby, and uh, you pick someone to challenge, and they can accept or not. And then once they accept, it just like boots up the game, and it throws you into the like choose your character screen, and then you just yep. you play each other. Yeah, um, they somehow were able to install like online mode for like 
I want to say like a hundred. Like there's a lot of games. On yeah, that, on that there's program. a lot. There are a lot of games. Yeah. And um, yeah. it was really surprising because like when I played the single player, it's like a straight like emulation where like you have to press a button to insert coins. Like I was like, how is this going to work? <laughs> <laughs> but it did. OK, um, got to get that USB like coin slot. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, my um, my score before I stopped playing um because people stopped challenging me was uh zero and ten yeah. um yeah <laughs> nice so um yeah like i never played competitive street fighter anything uh before that day but uh i noticed that uh, as you guys said like everybody just mains one single character which seems mm. extremely boring, but yeah, that's the other thing for Fightcade. Like, yeah. I, I I thought I warned you, but like Fightcade is like where you. the pros go, basically. You did. It's like free, and everyone can play it. But it's it's yeah. also where the cheapos go, and that's where I mm. went. It's where the it's where the cheapos <laughs> go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, God rest your soul. Right. So I I was kind of expecting that. I wasn't really frustrated when I lost because I was expecting to lose, and um, unlike the single player where I was like, I have to beat this or else Evan will make fun of me. Um, <laughs> if I lose, I'm not making no. progress. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, if I didn't beat it, I wouldn't make progress. Whereas, like, if I lost in uh, online mode, that just meant the match was over, and I could add that to my tally, and I could be one step closer to being done with Street Fighter Three forever. Oh my gosh! Okay, yeah. wow. So um, coming out. Yeah, win, win or lose, I felt good. Um, but uh, yeah, like I noticed that. Only playing one character while boring, it also makes you absurdly good at that one person. Um, yeah. Yes. So I played, <laughs> I played this one guy who mained Oro, and uh, he did things nice. with Oro that I didn't even think were possible. Um, <laughs> he curved the projectile somehow. Oh. Like yeah. he shot up, and then the little ball like fell down on top of me, and I was just like, "How? How? Do you do that? <laughs> so, that so there's the normal." balls uh -huh. that you'd use with your punch buttons and then there's the ex move where uh, you press two punch buttons it'll home home in on you uh, it costs a, it costs some meter though to wow. do ex yeah. moves mm -hmm. yeah cool well sometimes he used the meter for that and then sometimes he used it to trap me in a cage of supers um basically like he had <laughs> he had the, the slow moving ball super. Uh, yeah the slow moving um, ball so nice. yeah, he had the strategy uh, when he wasn't doing this like endless uppercut stomp combo that I hated. Um, he would like <laughs> unleash multiple of the floating balls, then jump behind me so I couldn't block them uh, and then punch me into oh, them, and then I would die. Nice. Yeah. So <laughs> it was great. It was really nice. Um, Pro. Like Evan, I have a question for you. Pro. Yeah. Um, how many hours do you have to sink into one character in order to be able to pull off crap <laughs> oh, like this? Um, that's a hard question. Okay. Well, for Oro specifically, he's a very difficult character to get good at. Uh huh. So definitely a long time. Uh, but like for Ryu and Ken and Akuma, not not super long because they don't okay. have very long combos and their like game style is like you can wrap your head around it. It's mm -hmm. it's pretty easy to understand. You're just kind of like zoning out the other person, poking here and there, and hopefully getting the win in. Um, Sorry, yeah, I was Oro... zoning out just then. <laughs> okay, Oro's hard to beat. Okay, yeah. got it. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so I, I rotated. I, I refused to, you know, mm -hmm. move to their level as well. So I yeah. rotated between yeah. uh, Chun-Li, Dudley, and Ibuki, uh, who I called Worst Chun-Li. Um, <laughs> so, uh, 
Like I said, I didn't have any luck with Chun-Li, but I actually won a single round as Dudley. Hey. Um, nice. Yeah, not doing anything fancy, just that that long, strong punch that he's got. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yep. Because he's Dudley he's, definitely like is easier to get into because yes, he has that long punch, and mm-hmm. if people don't know what to do, they won't do anything. They'll he's, just lose. Yeah, made for punching. <laughs> so that's what I did. Um, and yeah, I won a single round, and that was it. Um, hey. After a while, people stopped challenging me. Um, I don't know if I like. <laughs> you know, had this rank or something that people could see and they could like, <laughs> they could like Mark smell of the shame. Failure. Mark of shame. <laughs> yeah. But then after people stopped challenging me, I got a new and more interesting game to play, which was um, read and follow along with the chat because there's like oh a chat <laughs> in the lobby. Like Twitch, like Twitch style. Yeah. It sounds like Twitch. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. And um, so, yeah, the, in the chat, uh, one guy was losing his mind because his game, he was experiencing slow motion, which he um, insisted was not lag. Um, <laughs> and another guy decided to start trolling him and uh, drove him to the point of long-winded caps lock diatribes, criticizing everybody else in the, the lobby for not knowing <laughs> what was wrong with his game. Wow. Because wow. nice. he, like, expected everyone else to fix it because, like, you all have so many hours put into this, like, you should know what's wrong. And, like, people were trying to offer things, and he was saying that that wasn't it. So, I don't know. I don't know, man. But um, I did save this one quality excerpt where the angry guy said to the troll, if you have something to say, make sure it's useful. And the troll says, I've got something useful to say. Penis. (laughs) In all caps. Slow clap. Rape your wit. Mm -hmm. So that was that was what I ended up doing after I stopped getting challenges. Well, it does sound pretty entertaining and also emblematic of probably the fighting game community as a whole. Right. Yes. It's trash. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Wow. Okay. So, yeah, good stories, I'd say Mm -hmm. Um, all around. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then I guess finally let's just wrap it up. Uh, what were you guys' favorite aspects of the game and least favorite? Oh, hmm. Max, you wanna? So I mean, because I feel like they're kind of the same thing in that yeah. the game is very like you know fun to watch and see what people can do with at a high level. But then from my own personal enjoyment, the like timing windows uh, and commands are just a little bit too short and intricate, respectively, for me to like have this be like my fighting game uh yeah I mean, it's no tech that's, that's basically it techromancer <laughs> is just so much easier to pull off the moves that you want to i mean uh and so then anyone can play techromancer but then it's not as deep and probably not as fun to watch <laughs> mm-hmm. so i'm sure if there is an online mode we would start to hate techromancer more because like people uh, would just like invent these new strategies that are just like they'd find the exploits annoying <laughs> yeah yeah exactly. yeah exactly run away and find the hero mode but yeah the game looks great and plays great uh and i really like what it's got going on now as opposed to whatever 15 years ago um but i think realistically one of the newer street fighters either four or five would probably be a lot easier for me to get into i think they're a bit more lenient especially five Mm -hmm. so yeah four is not four is not okay but then five is okay um for me let's see my favorite and least favorite aspects um 
I'd say my favorite aspect is like I really like respect this game. I think it really kind of took a lot of things forward with the Street Fighter franchise. Maybe arguably things that have like gotten you know taken back since then. Mm-hmm. Um, the addition of choosing your own supers kind of adds another layer of gameplay, as well as like just the the parry mechanic. I think is so cool for like this for like offensive gameplay. You know, mm-hmm. it kind of dis- it. Well, actually, well, maybe it discourages offensive gameplay now that I think about it. But <laughs> it makes it makes you think ahead a yeah. little bit. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's that's more what it is. It kind of adds another level of strategy there to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it, it also like the parry just looks and sounds really cool. Like from like uh, like a like satisfaction visually and oh, audio, yeah. it's just like oh yeah, I parried that. You parry know, like, and there's yeah. like a split second of like a freeze, just like the mm-hmm, splitest mm-hmm. second, and it's like did, oh my god, he parried it. What's he gonna do? Did like, they also add um, EX moves in this game in the Street Fighter? They franchise? did. They did. Yeah. Add EX yeah. Moves so I mean, like, too. there's just like a lot of like EX moves just kind of add another level of like meter management. You know, mm-hmm. like there's a lot of brain stuff. Brain stuff. Yeah. No, all that good, good brain <laughs> stuff. Um, so I think like in that regard, I really like it. Uh, and you know, I I think more than definitely more than Josh and probably maybe a little bit more than Max, like, I'm more ensconced in, like, the fighting game scene, um, Mm -hmm. like, similar to you, Evan, so, Mm -hmm. um, I see a lot in there that, like, I really enjoy, like, um, as I was playing it and kind of learning the game, I was, like, figuring stuff out, you know, Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, so, these are my poke tools, these are, like, the, the long-reaching moves I can use to keep myself safe. I mean, that's that's a, that, like, that's the name. Yeah, yeah I mean, you you okay. poke with this move, like I for, for I'm, um, I'm zoning again. Okay, well, well, <laughs> zoning is also a fighting game. Thing. Zoning is also. I know. A I know. I'm saying too. that because I heard Evan yeah. say it before. <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah, like for example, like when I was playing Alex, his uh, medium kick is kind of like a straight horizontal kick, but it had a good distance on it. It was pretty quick. I used that to poke and keep at my opponents. You know, there's like little nuances of the game that you kind of learn the more you play it, of course, mm-hmm. and I didn't really give myself a lot of time, but yeah, it's um, like I said, there's a lot of nuance to this game, I think. Uh, least favorite things, I guess the pace of this game isn't really what I'm looking for these days mm-hmm. in my fighting games. I mean, um, I've been playing, like I said, like a lot of Dragon Ball Fighter Z, and that is just like like high octane in comparison, <laughs> you know? And, mm-hmm. and the, the combos are like more involved and longer and faster and like I can like close the space of the screen in a second and it's just mm-hmm. it's like it's basically you know to be cliche it's like it's Street Fighter on crack you know it's on crack yeah um so I With guess giant in, blonde hair yes <laughs> and um yeah so I guess like more these days I'm looking for like a a bigger fix, you know what I mean? So, um, <laughs> so I, yeah, in that case, I guess that's what I didn't like about it. But um, I could, yeah. I think if there was, like, a more um, more accessible third strike maybe that came out again or whatever, or if Street mm-hmm. Fighter kind of came back to this, um, I would be more inclined to maybe try to pick it up again. But With, like, a um, good tutorial or something? Yeah, something like yeah. that. I mean, I do need, the barrier of entry is high, yeah. Um, and I think that is definitely a deterrent these days. And I mean, like, I don't, I don't have time for this anymore. You know, <laughs> we're <laughs> like, all old, man. We got jobs. I, and stuff. I really, I can't be grinding out like even like twenty minutes a day or something in the lab for this kind why of thing. Do you, why you do you know? think I got into this like eight years ago in college? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you have nothing yeah. to do. <laughs> yep. Yep. Let's so study. yeah. Study. 
Um, so yeah, I guess that's my my pros and cons overall. I, Josh, uh, wait, wait, sorry, Max was. I just wanted to extend. There. Tim was talking about getting a bigger fix in something. I feel like Street Fighter Three is almost the like single malt scotch of video games, where there it's definitely go. an acquired taste that a lot of people are just not gonna like. Uh, uh-huh. But for those who like it, they can find some really good stuff in there. That's that's that, a nice metaphor. That's that good. is the most beautiful metaphor. Max I've with heard the metaphor. Street Fighter Three. That's good. <laughs> Sorry, the uh, Very nice. simile. Anyway, the simile. Oh, yes. <laughs> or no, I said is simile. the single malt scotch, so it is a metaphor. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, damn it. You We're get your back. you get you get your score back. Right. <laughs> you get the A. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, Josh, bring us home. Um. Hmm. Okay. So I uh, let's see favorite aspects. Um. <laughs> Uh, I really liked. Okay, I respected what it did. Um, I my analogy was more like I I kind of like thought of this game as like chess in that um, I can really respect uh, that there's a lot going on with chess. Like uh, you know, like we use chess as the metric to see if like humans are smarter than computers yet or not, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know they're not. Computers are better, but um, <laughs> that was the game that they played. Um, and it's like that. Uh, I would never want to watch a chess game or like even really like play chess um, because <laughs> it's all about the mechanics and it's all about the it, it's so the nitty gritty and the details and, and technique and all the things that you just said that I didn't know. Um, I guess like all I did was poke um, because now that I have a name for it, like that's what I did. I found there one. I found one move, like one button that, like the computer, like for whatever reason, couldn't really handle, and then I just spammed that move until I won. Hmm. Um, because it was just so frustrating and time-consuming to learn the frames and learn how all these combos fit together and get like all this stuff to like gel in my brain. And um, this is like a conversation that. Uh, I had with my wife recently um, where like we're talking about what it takes to be good at something. And Mm. I think like the number one thing that you need to be good at something is not like time or practice or talent or anything. Um, You have to enjoy it. Like uh, Mm -hmm. you have to enjoy putting in the time and like, you know, you have to want to be better. Oh yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. That's kind of why I never really like, played an instrument in high school like i tried i tried guitar i tried um saxophone i think i tried Mm. a couple other things Mm -hmm. and like i wasn't good at them at first and i just kind of was like well sucks to be bad at this and (laughs) (laughs) i never really there's a simpsons quote there it was um homer telling lisa if you're just bad at something just stop yeah (laughs) the lesson is never try yes there it is yeah but there are also things that i play or do that i'm bad at and then i'm like no i want to get better at that and Mm -hmm. i think that it comes down to ultimately like is there something about this that is compelling to you? And mm-hmm. for me, there really wasn't that mm-hmm. in Street mm-hmm. Fighter Three Third Strike Championship Edition Turbo Alpha, whatever. Um, <laughs> um, it's only Third Strike. Only but. Third Strike. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, the it. I do respect what they tried to do. Anyway, yeah. uh, least favorite thing. Oh, um, I know that that was your that favorite. Was my favorite, and I just that passed it the whole time. Sorry, Evan. Yeah. Again, but it's fine. Now we I get have opinions. Now I get to my least favorite thing, um, which was the final boss. Uh, <laughs> uh, we, we can all jump in uh, on this. One. I think oh, yeah. we can. So, yeah, I was kind of <laughs> opening this up. Um, 
So I guess like my oh, least favorite. Yeah, my least favorite thing about him was um, not even just the gameplay, which the gameplay sucked. It was stupid. Um, he wasn't like an interesting fight. He just had that mechanic where he just I thought randomly he would come back to life um, mm-hmm. in the second round, but then like figured out it was his super. Um, right. So then I could kind of like be a little bit more strategic about it, but it was still mm-hmm. dumb. Uh, the thing I hated about it was that he just looked stupid. Um, <laughs> he was like Super Saiyan William Wallace. Like that was his character. <laughs> yeah. That's good. And um, that's good. he just is like emblematic of the rest of the game and that he just does all these things slapped together. Like what is his story? You just you show up. You're in ancient Greece. Maybe um, the, the KKK is there. And he's their leader, and he has, like, um, a secretary, and you're, like, about to engage in this epic battle, and he, like, hands her something, and he's all like, Karen, cancel my four o'clock, and it's like, <laughs> what? what are you? And then his clothes disappear, and he's in a diaper, um, and he's, like, a body swap with... Urian, uh, Urian, whatever. Um, except so, he's like, so, wait, just a quick thing. The diaper is like very important to the fan base because I remember <laughs> when. Tell so, me more. <laughs> what? So Urian was uh, rumored to come out on Street Fighter Five, uh-huh. um, and uh, eventually they showed him like he was coming up as a DLC package, mm-hmm. and he was wearing a tuxedo. And the internet was on fire because God. everyone was like, where's the thong? He's supposed to be in a thong. And there was like this month long discussion of like how the thong would be incorporated into the game. And like everyone was so upset about it. It was amazing to watch That's unfold. Incredible. But eventually you could figure out like you can just burn away his, his tuxedo. Like, and why he does would, have the tuxedo and uh, the, the thong underneath it. Why would people even be worried? He has like a tearaway suit in this game. So yeah. like, yeah. you know. Right. But like we didn't see it. And you know how the internet likes to of jump. Course. Gun extremely early, and it's like the game's not even. I mean, the mm-hmm. DLC's not even out, and we have no idea what's gonna happen. Diaper game, wow. that was known as no right. underwear, yeah. zero out of ten. <laughs> cool, good to know. Um, but yeah, I um, I didn't do a lot of research about this game, but I did do enough research to find out why Super Saiyan William Wallace looks so stupid. Um, Tell me. So basically, like in the old Street Fighter games, like they had to if if you switched sides like they basically just mirrored the sprite um Mm -hmm. because they didn't have the technology to i guess like flip the character around Uh um so they finally like made this amazing breakthrough in street fighter 3 where they could have a character that is like you know i don't know what the like technical term for it is but they could switch sides Mm -hmm. um so like they wanted to show it off and in order to show that off in the most like obnoxious way possible red just, and blue yes made the final boss be two like vertically like separated colors um that is really dumb it's really dumb they were just like so bothered by the fact that sagat's eye patch like switched sides that they were just uh, like yeah. no we have to fix this and show ha- the world we can go further yeah and they didn't even put sagat in the game what a no. waste no they didn't nope. hmm. Um, piggybacking on that, uh, I'd say another downside, in addition to, like, the final boss being dumb, and it's like, you know, a lot of times in arcade modes, the final boss is stupid and hard Mm -hmm. for no good reason, you know? Um, They just want your quarters, man, so... They just Mm -hmm. want the quarters. Yeah. The arcade mode in general, I thought was, like, kind of unfairly difficult. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, I would usually lose to Gil, but I would also probably lose at least once or twice on the way over to him as well. 
And Evan, you you suggested that we like turn the difficulty down, mm-hmm. or it, it did, if it did something, I couldn't tell. Agreed. <laughs> um, yeah, it just three was as hard as one, and by like the fourth or fifth character, I was just like, oh man, why are there so many in our game mode? <laughs> I'm just I keep getting my butt kicked. Yeah, it was just a real, a real drag. Uh, um, yeah, facts. and full di- full disclosure, I only beat the game with two characters. Like I got to deal with all the rest of the characters who I played, but like uh, to yeah to 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 be fair, I, I gave a higher number than I I, I, w- I thought you guys would pull through. With, uh, so. okay. Really? Okay. Because like, uh, I did the full ten. I uh, <laughs> see. I did nine out of ten. I mean, Josh, that's you get the extra credit. Congrats. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah. <laughs> so I, fig- I figured credit. out the two characters who I could just be ultra cheap with was I could do Makoto's like charge punch where I would just wait for him to do anything and then release the punch, punch. <laughs> uh, and then Ibuki's like slide to grab like he just couldn't block it like four huh. times out of five he just couldn't block it. And you can slide I, under a lot of boobs with that. Yeah. Yeah. And I found that when I, so I only beat him with Ryu and I, mm-hmm. you know, I got to him with however many characters. It wasn't 10, but with enough. Um, I only beat him with Ryu and that's because I tried literally 15 times. Um, and just one of the times, for whatever reason, he just wasn't blocking my uh, aerial heavy kicks. Like I was just landing uh. on his head with them and <laughs> sweeping the leg afterwards yeah. and that was working. So it's nice. just like. Playing against, and that's another reason I'm glad we played online, is, like, playing against computers is so much different from playing against people. Oh, yeah. Like, with people, they have patterns, and, like, you can kind of, like, juke them out or whatever. You know, there's, like, mind games involved with the computer. You're just like, I really hope they don't do something that I can't do anything mm-hmm. about, you know? So, yeah. like, just, like, yeah. slamming your head against the wall. Yeah, for yeah, me, exactly. for me, arcade mode's like a quarter of the game. It's it's barely any. It's just like this, these are the characters. You can kind of get used to them, but like, yeah. there's so much more to explore than just the story mode, quote unquote. I mean, that's really what it was for. Was like me like trying out some characters before I found like, oh, I like Alex, and then mm-hmm. I kind of went online with Alex mm-hmm. specifically. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, nice. Yeah, you need the arcade mode, or at least we needed it to try. You know, to try out characters. It's yeah, useful. you got to be able to try out characters. Yeah, I needed it because right. um, Evan made me terrified of. The fight Kate online, so that I didn't want to do it. I tried rightly so, you, man. I was like, I was probably more scared of that than if you would like actually like put me in a gi and like thrown me into an alley and been like, okay, here, have a street fight. Careful, the other guy can throw fireballs. <laughs> All right, so that, well, that was basically our thoughts on Street Fighter 3. Well, Evan, wait, I mean, wait, wait. Evan, you've been asking us a lot of questions, but I feel like you haven't been answering them. Who's your favorite character? What's your yeah, favorite I'll, online okay, experience? Okay, I'll summarize <laughs> with my thoughts. My, my favorite character is Dudley. Like, initially, yes. when I first saw the game, I was like, these characters are cool. But then I saw Dudley, and it was like, <laughs> I don't know if I've ever had love at first sight, but it definitely <laughs> happened with Dudley. Well, disclosure, like, Evan, when, um, when you asked me my favorite character, the yeah. only reason why I didn't say Dudley is because I know you love Dudley. No, dude, mm-hmm. it's fine. We can share. There's so much to love with Dudley. Um, There's enough Dudley for us both. Dudley is just, like, so style. Like, he, he's pretty emblematic of the game for me in some ways in that he is extremely stylish. Mm-hmm. Um he represents he's like a character trope that was in a previous street fighter but like is it in this one so like before it was balrog but now it's dudley his taunt is awesome i don't know if you guys like explored the taunts too much i didn't know how to taunt he he throws a rose and like 
the person has to block it and it does chip damage. So like they have to parry it. So like, it's just like, it's just like all clicked when I played this game. Like I was like, okay, I, I get it. And like, I watched a few videos. I was like, okay, so he's really good in the corner. Um, and just like the excitement of like getting a knockdown, which is like for people who don't know, when you hit them really hard and they just fall down, knock down, they, they have to do a certain thing when they get up. So when you're Dudley, you, you, you're in the advantage. Anything they do, you're, you, you can be one step ahead of them. It, it's just an ex, it's just so it, that that mind game is just so much fun. Like, I just I just will never get over it. Like when I booted up this game like a few weeks ago, just to, for this podcast, I was like, oh, it's coming back to me, baby. And it's just like like it's the music happening. came back and it's like the beats, the beats, the beats. And like, oh, I was like thing. the music was rad. I love the, the I love the music in this game. I did so not much. enjoy the music very it much. It is so cheesy no, and awesome. For it. I love uh, it. It was like um, really emblematic of its time. It's I emblematic think. of its time, sure, but I don't like that time. <laughs> I didn't I like even the, notice it. Uh, I like the uh, the guy in the background, the hype man, who's just like, like, yeah, good choice. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. It, I noticed him. Like, yeah, it was like the 90s this. fighting guy voice. Like, yeah, I, I mean, the same it. guy was in Marvel's Capcom 2, probably. Right? Uh, no, he yeah. sounded cooler, though. Mm-hmm. Or no, I think maybe I'm thinking okay. of Marvel 1, I don't remember. But I could never <laughs> understand what he was saying. Right. No, of course um, not. And then just, like, the little details, like, just, like, the pairing mechanics. I love, like, the, like, yeah, the idle stances for so many characters are just, like, awesome to look at. Like, if you actually just stand there and watch, like, for Dudley's, for instance, like, he shuffles his feet back and forth, and he kind of goes back and forth with his shoulders. And yeah. it just, it just like, gets you in the rhythm immediately. Like, okay, this is my character. I know what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, all the character intros are nice. Like, fighting games don't really do this anymore. Um, like if you choose certain characters, then they'll have an interaction before you fight like Ken and Ryu. They do like the little fist bump before they get in. Uh, my favorite is Dudley's and Makoto's Makoto's just like standing there looking really cool. And Dudley's car like pulls up right next to her and then he like jumps over her and then they get into the fight and they're, they're ready to go. Um, there's Isn't like, Makoto like your second favorite character too. And Makoto is my second favorite character. Nice. I just, I just love how like, there's like a saying like if you can guess like two or three times you will win the match because like all her options are just amazing um but there's a way to counter her because she has barely any defensive options um there's yeah i just i okay i will admit this game is like horribly balanced like (laughs) yeah there, there are some horrible characters in this game and then there are obscenely good characters in this game like chun li is amazing uh her super does an insane amount of damage um, but I will say I, I'm happy that Yoon, which is the guy with the ponytail, he is mm. the second best character. And like, you have to be good with him to reach that point because yeah. he has like a combo thing, extension thing, and he can juggle in the corner, but you have to be good. You got to get yeah. good to be yeah. good. Um, like Chun-Li, Chun-Li, you don't have to be good to Chun-Li, be good with. You can, um, you can be pretty good just getting Makoto, by with Makoto. On the other hand, like I, Makoto was probably my least favorite character to play as because mm-hmm. like, I just felt like nothing i did worked like she had this weird like fist pump like the uh you know john bender at the end of breakfast club but it's like backwards (laughs) so it's like the enemy has to be behind you in order to hit them with it and she kept doing it because it was like the hadoken like Mm -hmm. command and And i just kept doing that that's also why i just love this game too it's like 
again, the little character details. Like, so Makoto, her walk speed is horrible. Like, Mm -hmm. she's just, like, walking super slowly. And it's like, well, why would I ever want that? And it's because her dash is incredible. Like, it's the fastest dash in the game. Like, you can barely react to it. So you're all, that that puts you in this mindset like I have to be attacking all the time, otherwise they're gonna they're gonna catch me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just I just love all I don't love all the characters, but I love like at least eighty or ninety percent of these characters. Like Q, I love watching play because like his taunt. Also, another thing I love how in this game <laughs> Evan likes this game. I love this game. What have you done, Tim? I love how the taunts in this game do something. So if you taunt three times with with Q, your defense will go up like 25 or 50 percent. So you'll be taking less damage after that point. That's Um, wild. It is wild. Um, And like for Dudley, when he throws his his rose, his his overhead, which is like a move where you have to block standing upwards, uh, that attack will be like double or something the next time he does it. So that kind of informs you, like, oh, I want them to be in a state where they have to choose between standing or or blocking low. Um, Ken's taunt does... I think everyone's taunt does something. Um, Yeah, just little things like that. And then, again, I I love how when you you finish a match, you can still put in a button to, like, really put in the salt. Like, you punch him, and you just, like, keep punching the sky or something. Like, yeah, let's go again, let's go again. (laughs) One last note on Dudley's roses. Um, His ending is, like... Him trimming roses with his boxing gloves on. Yes. <laughs> he never takes off the gloves. No. The original strongman. So if he wasn't already already my favorite character, then that oh. that did and it. And then you must have seen Dudley's like victory poses, where like his butler like arrives via like like a helicopter or something. Oh yeah, he, like, it did. comes and, like, picks down him up. with like tea, mm-hmm. and Dudley's like voices like he's like down for the count. There's just, there's just like so many like. <laughs> quotable moments in this game uh, like i love urian's lines he's like ha 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 die <laughs> he's like yeah. jumping around like a little gremlin um <laughs> he's yeah. weird he's anyway so that summarizes kind of why i love this game and i'm glad you guys like stuck through it i'm i'm like honored you guys would put in so much effort to appease me it was a lot <laughs> it was the assignment for the month <laughs> there are rules at it <laughs> <laughs> no, we, I, I mean, like, I did enjoy this game. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I don't think, yeah. I don't know if we all did. But, yes, it, I'm, I'm glad we played it, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, if you're, I not, too. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're not into fighting games too much, at least check it out. Um, just to see what it was like back yeah. along 15 years ago or yeah. so. At least um, watch just, Evo Moment 37. <laughs> yes, um, please go do that right now. I think we'll I feel show like, Josh that now. I, I feel like it's it's worth it for me just to know the context of that moment mm-hmm. and to understand and appreciate it. Like, hmm. yeah, that, that makes it worth it for me. Okay. And being on this podcast. Hey. Right. Nice. <laughs> nice. Hey, listeners. Uh, it was at this point that I foolishly, foolishly lost my side of the audio. So we had to cut the remaining 20 minutes. Yeah, I know, it, it sucks. Um, I, I deeply, deeply apologize. And as of now, two out of the three best friends have screwed up an episode due to their own incompetence. Uh, we're now looking at you, Max. Anyway, our overall impressions of Eventide 3 Legacy of Legends was lukewarm at best. It's a puzzle game set in a fantasy world, and none of the best friends were really impressed by any of its aspects, the visuals, the gameplay, or the narrative. Tim learned early on he could just click on literally everything until the puzzles were solved, 
and Max thought the target audience was basically grandmas, which it kind of is. It was a pretty bland and safe puzzle game set in an even blander and safer fantasy world, and it seemed like everyone was in agreement, except for Josh, kind of. He seemed to be a little more forgiving, um, but overall a forgettable roulette game. Finally, Max revealed his game for next month to be Attack of the Friday Monsters, a whimsical, slice-of-life 3DS game made by Studio Level 5. On top of that, the game roulette fell on Path of Modus, a very strange platformer about growing up, growing old, and being a goblin person? It's weird. We'll talk about it. As a quick side note concerning Gundam Battle Assault 2, you know, the game that gave Tim nightmares, Max did a little digging and found a dusty old Gundam forum thread about the game and discovered something quite shocking. Apparently, Quinmantha, Josh's mobile suit of choice and the source of Tim's PTSD, is considered lower tier. And the Burning Gundam, Tim's favorite suit as a young lad, was in fact, you guessed it, closer to the top. Again, it's an old thread, and there's no empirical data to back it up. But hey, if we're going to settle this thing once and for all, I think we're going to need a rematch. That about does it for the episode. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. Our handle is at MBFGCast and also on iTunes and SoundCloud. I'm Evan. Thanks for listening. Thank you.